The greatest gift God has given this world is the precious gift of grace. Please understand that grace is not a teaching. Grace is a person, the person of Jesus Christ. John 1.17 says, For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Open your spirit and prepare to receive, through Bishop Herb Andrew, God's Word of Grace, which is building you up from the inside out, while positioning you to enjoy the inheritance Jesus paid for with His blood. This is your moment of grace. Hi, I'm Bishop Herb Andrew, and this is your moment of grace. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and the burdens of my heart rolled away, it was there, by faith, I received my sight, and now I am happy all the day. That, of course, is the lyrics to one of the greatest songs in Christendom, At the Cross, At the Cross. I believe it's an awesome song, and it's one that has blessed my life throughout the years, as this particular song, it helps us to understand and embrace the significance of cross consciousness. I believe that we're living in a season now where, more than anything, we as believers should be aware of the power, aware of the blessings, aware of the benefits that we have through the cross of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Listen to what the Word of God says in Second Chronicles chapter number 20, verse number 3. This time when Jehoshaphat, this king of Israel, was faced with overwhelming odds. He was faced with enemies coming against him. And the Bible says that Jehoshaphat feared and Jehoshaphat set himself to seek the Lord. The word of God declares that in the face of this overwhelming situation, Jehoshaphat, he feared and his first response was to seek the Lord. I believe the focus here should not be on the fact that Jehoshaphat feared because the truth of the matter is in each and every one of our lives we're all going to run into situations and circumstances we're going to deal with uh, different things in life that will bring about a level of fear so again the focus I believe should not be on the fact that Jehoshaphat feared because from time to time all of us will deal with a fear attack I believe in this particular instance, however, that Jehoshaphat, in the midst of his fear, provided for us one of the greatest examples of how we should respond when dealing with fear. Just think about it for a moment. The Bible says that Jehoshaphat feared and he set himself to seek the Lord. In other words, seeking the Lord for Jehoshaphat was a courageous response to the troubles that he was facing. Think about it for a moment. When you think in terms of courage, courage is not the absence of fear. Courage can never be displayed uh, in the absence of fear. Or courage is really not defined. That's a better way of putting it. 
in the absence of fear. But courage is ultimately the ability to respond properly when faced with fear. So again, here's the question. Why is this seeking the Lord? Why is seeking the Lord in this particular instance? Why is that so significant? Well, I believe that that question can be answered as we look at 2 Chronicles chapter 26 and verses 3 through 5. The Bible says in verse number 3, Uzziah, who was a 16-year-old when he became king, he reigned 52 years in Jerusalem. Now, whenever you're reading the Bible, I think it's very, very important for us to pay close attention to the names that we read. Because oftentimes there's revelation that is released in the midst of those names. The Bible here says that this fellow by the name of Uzziah, Uzziah actually means my strength is Jehovah. The Bible says that Uzziah, who was only 16 year old when he became king, he reigned, he literally reigned in that position for 52 years in Jerusalem. The word of God goes on to say that his mother's name was Jechaliah, Jechaliah of Jerusalem, and her name means Jehovah is able. Verse four says, and this fellow Uzziah, he did what was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all, according to all that his father Amaziah had done. We see three names there. We see Uzziah. We see his mother, Jechaliah, and then, of course, his father, Amaziah. We said that Uzziah, his name means my strength is Jehovah. Jechaliah, his mother, her name means Jehovah is able. But then his father, his father, Amaziah, his name means Jehovah is mighty. Now, when you put all of that together, I believe that that's a message that God gives us for a parent's in these particular times in which we're living. Think about it for a moment. Whenever we raise our children in an atmosphere of Jechaliah and Amaziah, raise them in an atmosphere where they begin to know that Jehovah is able and Jehovah is mighty, it then allows our children to grow up and become Uzziahs. They become individuals who operate with the understanding that my strength is Jehovah. It is not my smarts. It is not my good looks. It is not even the connections that I've been able to make in and through life, but my strength is Jehovah. Now to go back and answer the question that we mentioned before, why is seeking the Lord in this instance so significant? Well, listen to it again. The Bible says in that fifth verse of Second Chronicles chapter number 26 that Uzziah, he sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had an understanding in the visions of God. And as long as Uzziah, as long as he sought the Lord, the Bible says that God made him prosper. In other words, when you look at that word prosper here, prosper, we understand, is an ongoing progression towards success in every area 
of your life. The word is letting us know that success in life in this season, it is the byproduct of each and every one of us seeking the Lord. For the word of God says again that as long as he sought the Lord, God made him prosper. So family, think about it. When we look and when we begin to understand the significance of seeking the Lord, seeking the Lord, it suggests to us that we possess a revelation. When we seek the Lord, it, it, it shows that we have a revelation that God has already put a promise in place that is designed to address whatever situation we find ourselves confronted with. As a matter of fact, seeking the Lord, it really speaks to the finished work of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because as we seek him, we're seeking him knowing that he already has the answer. The truth of the matter is, we've talked about this in the past. It's not about what Jesus is going to do. It's about what he has already done. And when we seek the Lord, it lets us know, it lets others know that we understand we're operating with the revelation that no matter what this issue is that I'm dealing with, my God, my heavenly father has already put a promise in place that is tailor made to deal with, to answer and to address whatever situation we may be confronted with. Now understand that when we're talking about seeking the Lord, seeking the Lord does not mean that we're looking for him as though he's lost or even uh, looking for him as though he is playing hide and seek as if he's difficult to find. No, seeking the Lord is simply living a life, operating with the mindset that we are totally dependent upon the Lord. Seeking the Lord is actually operating with across consciousness, living life with the mindset that without Jesus, I can literally do nothing. And because I understand that without him, I can do nothing. Now I'm always dependent on him. I'm dependent on him to work in me. I'm dependent upon him to work for me. And I'm dependent upon him to work through me. Listen again, as we keep the cross before us, it is letting us know and it is operating with the mindset that in this season of my life, I am totally dependent upon my heavenly father. I'm dependent upon him to work in me for change. If any change, if any real change, if any lasting change is going to manifest in our lives, we must depend upon him to work in us to bring about that change. Second Corinthians chapter number three and verse number 18 says, but we all with unveiled face beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the spirit of of the Lord. So as we keep our eyes upon him, as we continue to remain conscious 
of the cross and the finished work. We then depend upon him to work in us to bring about the change and to conform us into the image of our Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ. So in this season, as we are cross conscious, we are operating with the mindset that we are dependent upon him to work in us for change. We're dependent upon him to work for us, to bless us. In other words, the Bible says that he has already given unto us. He has already blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I'm not trying in this season to bless myself, but I trust I am dependent upon him to manifest every blessing that he has promised in our lives. So in this season, we're dependent upon him to work in us. We're dependent upon him to work for us, but then we're dependent upon him as well to work through us. Yes, as men and women of God, we should serve in the kingdom of God. We should be a blessing to other people. But we understand like the apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter number 15 and verse number 10 when he says, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace towards me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I but the grace of God, which was with me. Listen, family, we're living in a time now where more than anything else, we must embrace the significance of cross consciousness because it is this cross consciousness that allows us to operate with the mindset that we are totally dependent upon our God. We're dependent upon him to work in us for change, to work for us, to bless us, but then even to work through us that we may serve him through serving his people. So family, remember, just like the Apostle Paul, all focus, all thoughts are upon our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We're totally dependent upon him for we understand that without him, we can do absolutely nothing. Listen, we'll build upon this some more next week in our next episode. But in the meantime, remember all eyes upon our savior. We're operating with a cross consciousness. We're, we're aware of everything that's going on in the world, but we're focused upon that which has been provided by our Savior. Thanks again for checking in with us. I'm Bishop Herb Andrew, and this has been your moment of grace. Be sure to follow us on our social media platforms by subscribing to our Beacon Light of Homer YouTube channel and following us on Beacon Light of Homer Facebook and Instagram pages. Join us for a life-changing word on Sundays at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. for our Beacon Light of Homa worship experience or Wednesday on our Grace Reloaded Bible Study at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Bishop Herb would love to hear from you. 
leave your comments, and be sure to stay connected by subscribing to this Moment of Grace podcast. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, make sure you share it with your friends and loved ones. Remember, because of His awesome grace, our God is faithful to manifest every blessing and benefit Jesus has paid for through His finished work on the cross of Calvary. Our part is to believe, receive, and enjoy what has already been provided, motivated by His tremendous love. Until next time, this has been your moment of grace. Thank you for sharing on today.